0: Welcome to today's episode of the Beauty Industry Podcast, your online support community for the professional beauty industry. Connecting you with educational pieces, innovative industry products and inspiration from industry experts. I am your host, founding director of Beauty Industry, Tamara Shaw. Today we are speaking with Alana Bell, the director of Colours and Claws, which is a Melbourne-based makeup company who includes the likes of Miss Universe Australia, TV Week Logies, and The Real Housewives of Melbourne, as just some of the fabulous projects that Alana and her team have worked on. Alana has recently flown home from New York, where she spent time creating and perfecting runway looks for some of the newest and most well-known designers across the globe. The beauty industry is forever expanding and the cosmetic and makeup area is one which has been booming this year and will continue to do so in the coming years. Speaking about her experience as an international makeup artist from Colours and Claws, we welcome Alana Bell.
1: Hi Tamara, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Really good, thank you. i um, not too jet lagged, so so that's great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a transition coming all that way home, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it certainly is a long way. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> um, so talking about your career, there, you've highlighted some pretty impressive projects that you've worked on. Um, yeah. A flashback to Little Alana was that makeup something you always wanted to pursue as a career? Uh,
1: well, I'm I'm actually a, a qualified beauty therapist so that it was definitely the beauty industry that I loved however makeup um for me is, is sort of the area that I steered towards simply because I just love making people feel beautiful and and that's the whole reason that I do love makeup and I do keep doing what I do um uh, you know, people have asked me: "Is you know, am I creative? Is it the creative side?" And I, I can't even draw, so uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's certainly not that side of it. It's definitely um about making people feel beautiful, feel confident, and you know, it, when we feel beautiful, we're we're more likely to have longer conversations, be more present, and and have more confidence in everyday life. So it's definitely about that. Um, as an example, on the weekend, I did a, a wedding. Uh, I flew back in. I did a wedding, and um, there was an eighty-five-year-old grandmother um, of the bride there. And and the, mm. the bride said to me, "Oh, just just put a little bit of makeup on, Nana." And you know, she was watching it all happen. And and I said to her, "You know." would you she I said would you like some lashes on and, and I could see she was like yes yes you know she's <laughs> excited and you know I, I did a full face for her and she absolutely loved it and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you're 85 or you're eight you know you you, you want to feel pretty and you want to feel beautiful and that was a great reminder for me coming back from such a big event like um New York Fashion Week to just mm-hmm. remind me why I do this you know it was it was wonderful yeah
0: yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, um, you for New York and New York Fashion Week. How mm-hmm. did you get there, and what is that experience like? You know, you don't just you're not just a beauty therapist, and then you're at New York Fashion Week. Like, yeah, where, where <laughs> did your career kind of catapult you to that level? Yeah, I know it, it looks you know
1: so exciting, and you know, and and all those sorts of things. But I've actually been doing it for you know over twenty years now, and mm-hmm. um. I, I through my my work with Miss Universe, you know, there's sponsors that sponsor that, and and they actually sponsor the runway event that I was working on. So through my contacts with them, I was um, given the opportunity to go over there and to to work for them um, on on the runway. It was it was absolutely incredible. And if you'd have asked me a few years ago, you know, if I would ever Get to do that because it was actually my dream. That was my number one goal to work oh, on New York Fashion Week. So tick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no tick. And I and I you know I I just was looking around going, Wow. And I also got the opportunity not to just do the makeup but to be chosen as one of there was only three makeup artists chosen to be on the actual runway. The backstage as they're walking on, wow, um, and and to touch up. So that's a whole another level of of um, an experience that I'll absolutely never forget. Yeah.
0: yeah, amazing. And so you mentioned there your partnership with Miss Universe Australia. Um, mm-hmm. We actually had Olivia uh, Molly Rogers just on the podcast wow. a couple of weeks ago. She's so, amazing. She's a great yeah. friend of mine too. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how, um, how small and, as you were saying, those kind of contacts. Once you meet somebody, it yes. just kind of flows throughout. Absolutely. So, so Alana, you are well known for your partnership with Miss Universe Australia Tell us how that partnership came about.
1: Uh, so I was asked to be on the Miss Universe Australia Makeup team and I worked on that for a number of years. Um, and then some new directors took over um, the organisation here in Australia and mm. I built relationships with, you know, many people, uh, you know, in in Miss Universe. And I was recommended by Monica Radulovic, who is, who is the current um, Miss Australia at the time to the new directors and then we had a conversation we got to know each other and um We just, yeah, so they they put me, gave me the position of Director of Makeup for Miss Universe Australia. I then became a national judge as well uh, because I work so closely with the girls and I think they value my opinion because I do know them so well. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and so I travel with them. We, We go to Bali. I travel around the country and set up makeup teams in all the different states and then obviously uh, for the national final that's held uh, in Melbourne at the Sofitel. So it's been an amazing experience for me. I never um, could have imagined that I would be so lucky um, to, to have that position and just been able to see the world and meet some amazing people that have become my friends, like Olivia Molly Rogers, for sure. Mm.
0: Yeah, incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. so when you were originally um, doing the makeup for Miss Universe Australia, mm-hmm. I guess because there's so many other photo shoots and bits and pieces that go along with the Miss Universe Australia kind of title that you were able to really see the girls in their kind of, I'm going to say, natural um, day-to-day, you know, they weren't on the stage having to say the most perfect world words. Yes. Um, and yes. so that gave you a really good insight into then the judging.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and with the new directors now, they have a program that has the girls interacting more you know once upon a time the girls would turn up on the national final night and basically meet on the stage Mm -hmm. you know and so now we take them all to Bali and there's uh lots of workshops and and different things that we do over there and the girls all get to know each other I get to know them as do the directors and it's just an amazing experience for everybody and definitely gives you a better gauge of what you're looking for in Miss Australia so yeah It's not just about makeup now for me. It's definitely, Mm -hmm. you know, such a, a bigger thing for sure.
0: Amazing. And Mm -hmm. so we've talked about New York and Miss Australia and you're Mm -hmm. the director of your own business. Is there Mm -hmm. ever a typical day in the life of a makeup artist? Oh,
1: absolutely not. And (laughs) I guess, uh, yeah, not for me anyway. I guess it comes down to what sort of makeup artist are you? There's definitely a new wave of makeup artists coming through that I've, you know, I mean the world's noticed, which is YouTube makeup artists. Mm. I'm sure that they're, um experience is very different to mine um I I, I take my hat off to them I think they're amazing with all the editing skills and all those sorts of things I certainly can't do that (laughs) however that's you know that you know and coming up with different looks constantly um that they have to to keep you know at the forefront of what they're doing that's a very different type of makeup artist to what I do um whereas I'm sort of more of an all-rounder a typical day there isn't one um and to be able to be a makeup artist full- time is something that I don't think um, people really think really understand. you know most people go out on a Saturday or they get married on a Saturday so it's generally weekend work. So what are you going to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? So you've got to be versatile. you know for me I teach, I teach um, makeup as well, photo shoots, um, you know different things like that to be able to fill your time to be able to do what you love every day rather than just keep it to the weekend when events and things like, like that are on. You know, mm. yesterday I got a phone call from a professional wrestler in America that's coming over that needs my wow. services. I've got, um, you know, weddings, you know, people that are going to photo shoots, you know, all, all sorts of different things. And I think for me I love that variety that I can, you know, I never know what, what's around the corner. Like what am I going to do next? Yeah, mm. it's, it's it's a great I love my job. I just absolutely love my job
0: <laughs> um, and so you were talking there when you um kind of began your career as a makeup artist. Now the makeup world looks very different, thanks to the kind of the youtubers and the instagram makeup artists and I absolutely. feel like the trend of makeup is just. Booming and it's forever, you know. Keep on going, thanks to you know your Kylie Jenners and things like mm-hmm. that, who are just making all of these makeup lines. Yes. Um, have you ever felt pressured to um, kind of you know jump on YouTube and do that when that kind of wave came through because everyone else was doing it?
1: I think, yeah. Honestly, I I didn't. I, I've never. Uh, people have said to me, "Why don't you do YouTube? Why don't you do?" I, I'm so busy doing out on the ground you know what I'm doing for other people that people probably don't want to see me just doing my face over and over again you know (laughs) uh, I'm better off doing your face
0: and Alana I guess that's a great way to be in that when that um kind of YouTube movement came about that you didn't feel shaken by it and that you didn't feel the pressure to kind of join and you know do all of these different looks you felt quite confident in your own makeup artistry and where you stood as an artist um is there any advice you could give people who are t- wanting to follow makeup as a career
1: yeah definitely and and i, I i'm lucky enough to be able to help and, and mentor a lot of um young girls coming up through as, as a teacher um but there's one thing that I think that people really need to think about when they're deciding to become a makeup artist mm. is, you know, with, with hairdressing and, and other beauty services, you have repeat customers. So someone that gets their hair cut, they need it done again in eight, you know, four to eight weeks, they need a hair mm. color, and they're coming back. With makeup artistry, repeat customers is, is very, very minimal. You do a wedding party, they're not coming back. Well, you hope they don't anyway. Um, and, and if you ask around, you know, your friends and family and, and did a little bit of a survey, how often do you get your makeup done? You will mm. get some people that regularly do, but for the most part, most people maybe get it done once to twice a year, if that. Some people don't yeah. at all. So you've got to, you've got to um, keep that in mind that you've, to be able to do this as a career, you've got to have a lot of um, reach, you've got to be able to travel um, if if that's, you know, to to get that clientele and to be really, really versatile. So I think that that's something that I always try and instill in um, my students is you don't get that repeat customer. So it's great to have something else like with me, beauty therapy or have hairdressing as well. In, in those early years and then you know once you've built a name and a reputation for yourself it, it will take off and those things will come but it's certainly not about doing a makeup course and then popping up an Instagram page and you know all of a sudden <laughs> you're making lots of money it's you know you've got to keep it real and think about that that perspective because it's something that I don't think many people really think about.
0: Yeah, yep, you're a hundred percent right. The amount of um kind of Instagram makeup people that are out there now is just yeah. crazy, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. But you know what, you've got to do that too, where it's a visual business that we're in. You know, mm-hmm. get your pictures out there and, and that's how you will get um customers. But don't give up, just keep practicing and take criticism. Take criticism, you know. Um if if someone's um giving you some feedback Uh, listen to it and um you know just just keep practicing you've got a face you can practice every day
0: (laughs) yeah 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 I love that that's really good advice yeah um do you follow any makeup trends and if so what are some of your favorites
1: um I think that with as far do you know what's really funny Mm. I've actually never watched one YouTube tutorial on makeup
0: in wow. my life.
1: I the only thing I have watched is, you know, something like if there's a technique that I'm not sure about, especially with special effects makeup. When I'm doing that, I'm like I'm really yeah. not sure I that. However, with trends, um, I I think that, uh. There's some things like, you know, cut crease and things like that. There's definitely some trends that I do like or you get, not maybe not so much that I do like, but you Mm. definitely see, you know, a wave of people asking for those sorts of things. At the end of the day, um, if somebody, if you can make someone just look fresh and natural with what they've got, that's the best makeup to do, you know, Um, rather than to change someone completely is definitely take what they've got and, and make the most out of that. So, Mm. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I like to do.
0: Kind of like a, your skin, but better.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> for sure. uh,
0: what's, um, what's something that, um, your clients ask you the most for? Is it, is it that just kind of natural, but a little bit of, um, sparkle or. No, is it, definitely know,
1: not. No, it's definitely people want, you know, to contour me, you oh, know, do, contour yeah. me. Yeah. They want to be contoured and eyebrows is, um, certainly something that's um you know very important Mm -hmm. and you know it's hard for makeup artists because we meet people with no makeup on generally so we don't know so so you know another piece of advice which is really really good to to when you're becoming a makeup artist is I I always say can I see your Facebook profile picture oh
0: that's a good
1: one yeah because then that that's how they think they we generally put A favorite photo of ourselves and that's Mm. generally you know they think they look good in that photo or that's the best you know so that's a gauge of where to go for so but most people um are wanting contouring um and you know a heavier look if they more if they want something really natural and soft often they can do that for themselves if it's very very light Mm. um and then they'll come to a makeup artist to do something that's maybe a little bit trickier for them to do at home
0: yeah, amazing. And you were talking there before about how you are now teaching makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, where are you doing that?
1: So I do personal classes. So you can book mm-hmm. in with me myself and I can either come to you or you can come to my studio uh, However, I do teach uh, qualifications at Federation Training in Tarellgon. So I've been doing that for a number of years. I have managed to find the time a couple of days a week to go and do that. And I absolutely love it. I love teaching. So, yeah, so you, you can have either just a skills course where you want me to teach you just how to do makeup for yourself or upskill if you are a makeup artist. Or I can teach at Federation Training um, courses to become a makeup artist.
0: Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. I might need to um book in with you to teach me how to do something about the eyes. I, oh, all I yeah? do, you would you would hate it. All I do is I get one color and bang yeah. eyeshadow. I, That's it. <laughs> when in doubt
1: just keep blending. Just keep blending.
0: <laughs> and my partner goes what have you got on your eyes? Your eyes look different today.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, well maybe we need to meet up.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I tried. Yeah, it's <laughs> Terrible <true>. at makeup. <laughs> so, Alana, can anyone join those federation classes?
1: Yeah, anyone can enrol. You can um, go to their website or give them a call. Uh, there's Cert Three Makeup is is the course that I mainly teach. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I do do units in beauty therapy and some of the other courses that oh. they do run. So, uh yeah, definitely anyone can enroll for sure
0: amazing well, it's been so wonderful talking with you today, Alana. Thank you so yeah. much for taking the time out of your busy schedule no
1: problem i've actually I'm on my way to Melbourne for a meeting, and I've actually pulled over to talk to you so oh, yeah'll keep I'll keep going, <laughs> <way>. <laughs>
0: oh, thank you so much, I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, well, We will link all of Alana's um, Instagram and Facebook and all of her personal um, pages to the podcast. So if you want to follow Alana and have a look at some of her incredible makeup, you absolutely can do. Um, Or perhaps if you want to be a student of one of Alana's classes, definitely um, head on down to the Federation in Tarelgan. Or you can book a little one-on-one session with her. As always, if you have joined today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe to the channel and give us a five-star rating and give us all of your feedback on today's episode you know i love reading it and don't forget to follow us beauty industry on all of the social channels as well until next time stay connected Thank you so much for tuning into episode number 19 of the Beauty Industry podcast. Next Monday for episode 20, we talk epigenetics with the lovely Danielle Hughes of Skin Factor. Until next time, stay connected.